You're listening to Simple Roots Radio, and today is another special bonus episode of Friday Five. Yes, it's no longer Friday Five and Five because, you know, I just couldn't make it in five minutes. So we're just going with Friday Five, however long it takes. And today, we're talking about the five hormone balancing rules to live by. Welcome to Simple Roots Radio with Alexa Schoen. Alexa believes that simplicity in life is the key to achieving true and lasting health. And now your host, Alexa Sherm. Welcome back to this podcast. I'm your host, Alexa. And today is another episode of Friday Five. And today's five is all about hormones. Yes, today I'm talking about the five hormone balancing rules you must live by. And these are rules that really don't require any kind of diet or supplement. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about diet, but there's so much more to hormones. And I don't know if you've been following me along over on Instagram. If not, find me at Alexa Sherm. That's A-L-E-X-A-S-C-H-I-R-M. And follow me along as I give you hormone tips, which by the way, I'm coming out with a very free opt-in where that's all going to be put together in one PDF guide for you to download, follow along, and kind of prioritize in your own life. So stay tuned for that. It's free and it's going to be so awesome. But in the meantime, we're talking about hormones. And the reason I'm so in love with hormones is not just to try to control your body, but I feel like these are the key to really achieving lasting health. And the reason behind that is because our hormones are a communication system of our body. If our hormones are not communicating with our organs and our cells and our tissues, then more than likely, the specific job isn't being done. And interesting about the human body is it really has a great way of picking up the slack, right? Other organs might pick up the slack, but in time, you're going to feel these effects. So it's going to start out at a cellular level, but it's just going to compound until you have noticeable symptoms and therefore hormonal imbalances. And the thing about hormonal imbalances is that most people feel that hormones are the villain in the story when in fact they're our hero. Here's the deal though, we have to start learning to work with them instead of against them. And today, I hope these five tips help. But before we get started, I just want to remind you that I've gone through a lot of podcasts on hormones, including some recent ones on a podcast for men only, all about testosterone, for women only, one on cycle seeking, and even seed cycling. So there's lots of little pieces coming together. And like I said, I have a new handout that's coming straight to you for free that's going to help you put even more pieces together. But I think we got to back up with our hormones and understand a few things And that starts us out with tip number one. Five hormone balancing rules you have to live by. Number one is you have to get serious about your stress levels. Here's the thing about stress. It trumps everything else. Now, I'm a big card player. I don't know about you. I love Euchre. I love 500, right? I love playing cards. And in cards, we talk about the trump card, right? It has the power to take away or to capture whatever Whatever is in its presence, right? It's the most powerful thing. And that's the thing about our stress hormones, especially cortisol. It trumps all other hormones. And that's just a survival mechanism of the body, right? Ultimately, our body doesn't want to feel threatened. It doesn't want to feel threatened by starvation. Maybe you're not eating enough. Maybe you're not eating at the right times. Maybe you're exercising too much. Maybe you just have a poor mindset. Maybe your drive is super stressful. Your body doesn't really know what the stress is. It just knows there's a stress. And so while you might not be being chased by a bear, right, because that was a common stress 
many, many years ago or starvation, right? That's a stress in other parts of the world. That's probably not a stress for us today. But here's the deal. Your body doesn't know that. And so whatever stress is on your body, it's going to be perceived as a threat. Here's the thing about the stress hormone cortisol. When cortisol elevates, it signals to the body that we need glucose. So it's going to start basically mobilizing excess glucose stores, which can be found in our muscle and our liver. And it's also going to start breaking down protein to be converted into glucose in time of need. Unfortunately, though, so much of our stress is just sedentary stress. So we have a spike in cortisol. All our other hormones kind of cease. They slow down. And we are just kind of living in this fight or flight response where our body's just, it's on edge. It's on a high. And whenever we're in this flight or flight response, our body really can't relax. And what we know about relaxing is that's where healing and digestion and rejuvenation and cleansing and detox happen. And so what stress does is it just puts your body in this elevated fight or flight response that doesn't allow your body to relax and therefore not heal. It also shuts off a lot of other hormonal flows. And so maybe your sex hormones aren't fine, right? Maybe it's the cause of your low libido or it's your back acne coming out or just your regular menstrual cycle is that you're just not ovulating well simply because your sex hormones are not functioning as they should be because cortisol is always elevated. Maybe your insulin is off and you have insulin sensitivity. Maybe you have depression or anxiety. All of these things can simply be caused by excess stress. Now I know stress is not an easy one to overcome. Therefore, you have to get serious about finding some practices that help you de-stress and not just once in a while, right? Like you can't just wait for the weekend trip away. You have to find daily practices that help you de-stress. Maybe it's implementing a morning routine. Maybe it's slowing down your workouts and finding something you like to do, like going on a walk with a friend. Maybe it's a hot bath at the end of the day. Um, I know I started doing that and I love that. It's just such a great way for me to unwind. Maybe you pick up a book. Maybe instead of nonfiction, you go to fiction. Maybe you play games with your spouse. Maybe you just start to cook for fun. Maybe it's all a mindset thing. I don't know what it is for you, but finding something that helps your body de-stress is the number one hormone balancing rule to live by. And if we can't help our body overcome stress, if we can't get rid of some of the stressors or at least learn to deal with them, I can assure you, we will not get healthy no matter how well we eat, and how much we exercise. So if you're one of those people who says, I eat so well and exercise all the problem and I don't see my weight budge, this tip is for you. Get serious about your stress levels. Number two is understand how to listen to your body. Again, stress is gonna come out in a lot of different ways. Some of us, we just can't even feel it other than because the tension is just so common in our lives. But outside of that, we have to listen to our bodies. And the reason is we just feel like we have to do for our body what we think it needs, when in fact, it knows what it needs, right? Like we're the only species who has to be told when to take a drink of water. Like That shouldn't happen. Our body knows when it's thirsty. We just have to listen to it. In fact, the thirst signal is one of the strongest in the body, and yet, Some of us don't even know when we're thirsty, myself included. It's so easy to ignore. So rather than ignoring, I think it's important to take check-in points throughout the day, maybe every hour. Maybe you work really hard for 50 minutes. You take a 10-minute break, which is good for your productivity too, by the way. And you just check in with your body. Are you thirsty? Do you need to go to the bathroom? Are you a little bit hungry? Like monitor how you're doing. Are you hot? Are you cold? Like see how your body is feeling. 
Not only does this help you to provide it its needs right now, but it helps you to sort through what things are stressing your body. You know, even what foods. Maybe you ate something for breakfast and by 10:30 your stomach is grumbling and just not feeling very well. So you can go back and reevaluate the day and start to make changes based on how you feel. Cuz here's the deal. Everyone is so unique. We all have a unique thumbprint, right? Like our bodies are all unique. Our genetic makeup is unique. Every single organ is unique. Our circadian rhythm is unique. So we have to start owning to the fact that there's probably not a one-size-fits-all approach for any of us. And instead, we just have to start working with our body. And that means we have to listen to it. So that's rule number two. Rule number three is learn how to love good food. Like nourish your body. Now, this is a big one for me, and we're going to go here over the summer. It's kind of like the mindset of eating, and the reason we're going to go here is because, again, we like to believe that there's a one-size-fits-all, that you must do this, eat this, not that, right? We have all these philosophies, and we get confused and overwhelmed, and sometimes we don't even know what to do, right? We don't know what's right and what's wrong, what we should and shouldn't be doing, and so when we start to get serious about our stress levels, we start to listen to our body, then we can start to learn what makes us feel good. Sometimes that might be quote unquote unhealthy foods, right? But not all the time, right? Maybe you start to really enjoy to feel good and you enjoy those nourishing foods. And sure, you can have a piece of dark chocolate, right? You can have an indulgence every now and then, but it's with the right mindset. It's not, oh, this piece of this piece of cake is going to make me gain so much weight. And does it even matter? You know, you could kind of throw your hands up and think it's an all or none approach. It's not. We have to learn to love the food that we're eating. And a diet will never stick, right? Like sometimes I think about all these crazy diets, supplements and shakes and all these things people are doing. And it's so unrealistic. And they know it. You can almost see it in their face like, oh, I don't want to be doing this. But my goal is is bigger than me suffering through this. So I'm just going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep working. I'm going to keep trudging along and hope for the best. But here's the thing about those things. They don't last. In fact, 99.9% of all diets fail. And I believe one of the biggest reasons is it's just so unrealistic. Like you can't expect yourself to do something you hate for a long period of time. Like you're automatically fighting against it and creating that stress in your mind. So we have to start looking at food in a different way as nourishment. How is this food, how is this lunch nourishing my body? And I'm gonna talk at the end on what maybe some of those foods you should look for in every single meal that you eat. But just start thinking of food as nourishment, as healing and helping your body in positive ways. And it might start to evolve of, man, I'd rather have this X, Y, and Z, whatever is healthy to you, instead of, you know, just swinging by takeout again, because that doesn't make me feel good. And I'm just going to go with what makes me feel good. Like starting to wrap your mind around, these aren't diet foods, but these are healthy, nourishing foods. And that's what we're going for. And number four is to practice cycle syncing. And I think this kind of goes along with understanding how to listen to your body. But here's the thing about cycle syncing. People have been telling me that is too overwhelming. Here's the deal though. It's not, you don't, you don't have to follow it to a T, right? Like you don't have to eat only those foods or live only that way. Now, when it comes to exercise, I really do prefer that you kind of follow the cycle syncing patterns of, you know, when you're ovulating, you know, you can push it a little bit harder, but when you're menstruating, then your body really does need to recover a little bit harder. And so your workouts need to come down. Now, it's best to go by how your body feels because maybe you do have more energy in different periods of time, 
but kind of following that lifestyle. But when it comes to the foods, I know there's a lot of specifics on there. One thing that I do with cycle syncing is I just look at the foods that are great for that cycle and I try to incorporate more of them. Maybe I'm mixing a frozen version in my smoothie or that's what we're having as sides for dinner or the seeds, you know, I'm, I'm incorporating them on different meals. So it's not like you have to completely flip your cycle during each of the four phases. It just simply means you just add more of what foods are in that. So you just kind of meal plan based on that. It's not gonna be perfect. It doesn't mean you can't eat other foods. It just means you're adding a little bit more into that. But cycle syncing can be huge because again, it goes with nourishing your body based on your hormones. And the last tip that I wanna give you is focusing on the big three. And that's protein, healthy fats, and fiber. And this is all to beat cravings because there's one thing we know, and I don't like to talk about foods we shouldn't eat, but you hear this one all the time, right? Sugar is really doing nothing positive for our hormones or our health in general, right? It's depressing our immune system. It's making our body sluggish. It's giving us brain fog. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. But cravings are really hard to beat. And I don't think we'll ever willpower ourselves over a craving for an entire day. Like eventually we'll give in. And for most of us, we'll go to that all or nothing mentality and think, well, I blew it. So I might as well just keep eating whatever I want and I'll start back tomorrow morning. No, 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 no right? If you blow it, that's fine. Get back on the wagon. Find something that will help you. And we're going to talk about this this summer, right? Like if you blow it, have a food that you can eat right away that gets you right back on track immediately. You don't have to wait for it. But to beat cravings, it's not just about not eating sugar. It's about replacing the bad with the good or squeezing out the bad by adding so much good in. And the good is, is healthy protein sources like grass-fed meats and eggs and nuts and seeds and quinoa, right? Like great healthy sources of protein, healthy fats like avocados, olives, egg yolks, um, olive oil, coconut oil, coconut butter. I mean, there's so many healthy fats. I'll lay all this out in the show notes for you. I'll give you a little quick handout of protein, fat, and the last one is fiber. And making sure that when you look at your plate, you're not just looking, is this good or bad? But do I have the nourishing foods on my plate? So when you make a meal or when you make a snack, making sure that you have protein, fat, and fiber all together, and that's what's gonna fill you up, that's what's gonna hold you over and provide the nourishment for your body to produce the right hormones and the right precursors to do the job that they're supposed to. Because here's the thing, fat is the starting point of all hormones in our body. So without enough healthy fat, we're really not going to ever be able to create those healthy fats. And protein is the structure of the hormones that are that are flowing throughout our body. So we have to have th- both of those. And fiber really just helps keep us full and beat those cravings. So those are my five hormone balancing rules to live by. One is to get serious about your stress level. Two is to understand how to listen to your body Three is learn to love good food. Four is cycle syncing, which there's an entire podcast on. I'll link that up in the show notes. And number five is focus on the big three, protein, fat, and fiber, which in the show notes, don't forget to head on over there and I'll give you good sources of each of those and show you how you can start to combine them into healthy plates that will fill your body up and you won't even know that you're not craving things anymore. It's really a beautiful thing. Now, I know a lot of these are about the mindset, which is coming this summer. It's all on the mindset of how you eat, why we do the things that we do, and how to have a healthy relationship, not only with us and others, and why that is so important to your health. I am so excited for the summer series. I can't even begin to tell you, because at the end of the day, I think a lot of us could agree that we have the head knowledge about what's good and what's not. It's really getting ourselves to do it, and that comes from the mindset. 
But in the meantime, these are some tips to take and start to utilize, to start evaluating in your life. And like I said, you know, when it comes to your stress level, just finding something that you can do to de-stress your your body daily. Number two, understand how to listen to your body. Take check-in points throughout the day to see how your body's doing. Number three is really just value mealtimes, value the food that you eat. Cycle syncing is honoring your cycle and kind of being aware of where you are in the cycle. And number five goes along with nourishing. It's just providing the right food combinations so you're not so stuck in what's good and what's bad, but just providing the foundation for a healthy diet. Okay, that is another episode of Friday Five. I hope it was valuable. I hope that you're really starting to get a grasp on hormones and starting to incorporate these into your life so that you can see great value. I've had so many people go through the hormone reset, my five-day hormonal reset, which you can find in the show notes at simperoswellness.com slash 085. Again, I'm gonna have a full handout and more information to help you along and check out that five-day hormonal reset because like I said, I've had so many people go through it and see huge results from clearing up acne to Um, reducing mood, increasing libido. I can't tell you some of the stories. We're gonna talk about this this summer on the Friday Five and Five when we change it to, when we do the little special episode of your most embarrassing health questions answer when we talk about libido in there. I'm gonna share some of these stories that I'm getting back about boosting your hormones and bringing women's libido back. Weight loss, better skin, hair, nails, and just less brain fog. There's so many things that can be benefited in just five days of resetting your hormones. So if you wanna learn more how to do that, just again, head on over to the show notes at simperwitzwellness.com slash 085. Again, thank you so much for tuning in to another bonus episode of Friday Five. Make sure you stay tuned next week when we talk all about detoxing and what you didn't know about detoxing that you must know. So stay tuned for that. I can't wait to be back here. In the meantime, check out those show notes and I'll see you soon.